What's up, everybody? I'm here on the podcast with my good friend, Natalie Dixon. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Tell us where you're tuning in from. I am Natalie Dixon, and I'm from Bluffton, South Carolina. Okay. And uh, are you, you're in Virginia right now, right? Yes, I'm at Southern Virginia University. All right, sweet. Awesome. What's your major? My major is theater. Awesome. Well, everybody who hasn't met Natalie, I could definitely see why she'd be a theater major. <laughs> very dramatic but also <laughs> oh yeah and um yeah very talented and uh had the privilege of working on a lot of songs with her last year and as we're working to come together with this giving ghosts music project this this album this festival a lot of those songs are going to be on the album and super excited to have them come have it come together yeah so just a brief overview of the project it's going to be an album of about 18 songs 19 songs and we're, we're trying to raise awareness of human trafficking and get people educated about it and rec- uh, trained to be able to recognize it and also raise money for this charity, Operation Underground Railroad, that does rescue or- uh, operations and rescues people trapped in um, human trafficking. So uh, it's going to be awesome. We already have one song out. It's called The Greatest, which features Natalie here. And I'm looking forward to releasing much, many, many more and uh, a lot of other pieces to this project. But uh, yeah, so let's, uh, I guess we kind of already started this. But um, so you're Natalie Dixon from South Carolina, currently yes. in school. Yep. Anything else you think would be cool to share about yourself? How you got into music? Yeah, um, with songwriting. I've only been doing it for a couple of years, so I'm still new at it, but I am in a commercial music program here at SVU and it's super fun. I get to work with amazing, talented singers, instrumentalists, uh, composers, and um, we just get to work together to do covers or to show our own originals, which I'm currently doing. We have a concert coming up and I have a great opportunity to perform a couple of songs that I wrote. So I'm really excited about that. But um, working with Simon has been the beginning of it all. So I'll credit to him. He's awesome. (laughs) Oh, thanks. No, you're awesome. I really wish I could see your production because I'm sure it's going to be sweet. Uh, Got to show us some of these songs sometimes. For sure. But uh, yeah, let's go on and talk about this album. So you have two songs on the album, one of which has already been released, Reach for the Impossible. Yes. We released it with some minor edits. And then just the- minor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like the one line that you wanted to add that didn't get added. But anyways, <laughs> I'll send it yeah, to Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> One thing about um, working on music is <laughs> very specific, very um, it's be perfect kind of. Yes, <laughs> particular. Which, yes. Which is cool though, because you know it's, it's reaching for a good potential. Uh, Simon has been such a champ though. Like I always say no whenever he, <laughs> he, wants, he, he wants to suggest something and I'm like, no, but then I end up listening to it and I'm like, okay, maybe a lot of times no, but you're very flexible. That's how it has to be, though. You know, you have to keep, <laughs> um, like that toothbrush sample. <laughs> Not the toothbrush sample. I wouldn't have kept like the- included that sample. It wouldn't have made its way into the the, the final mix. You know? It's like this. <laughs> you wanted to put it in. <laughs> and now it gives me a hard time about it whenever we talk. <laughs> 
Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of reaching for potential, uh, let's talk about reach for the impossible. So you said uh, the second verse was kind of what you wanted to focus on. So can you kind of go through those lyrics a little bit for us? Yeah. So this song is all about kind of the opposite of what society has been talking about, which is just settle with who you are now. You don't have to push yourself like you're great just the way you are, which is awesome. But growing up for me, it's been very confusing because I'm I'm a person who wants to excel and to do great things. So um, I finally learned that it's a good thing to want to be my best self and to not let society stop me from being the absolute best I can be and do what I want to do. So I think the, yeah, the second verse talks a lot more about that. Um, it says all alone, I used to lower aspirations to the comfort zone of everybody's expectations thinking, who am I to shape up and be better than the norm, but who else is going to change myself? So I think it's a little more frowned upon now to um, want to be better than the standard and the norm, as it says in this song. But if you have dreams, like if you, if you have goals you want to do that other people may think is crazy, go for it, please. Like we need you. Yeah, let's go. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's so true. Like, I feel like that is kind of a message that's getting pushed more and more on the opposite end of like, just don't worry about it. You're fine how you are. But of course, there's nothing wrong with being ambitious. So I love that. Yeah, thanks for, for sharing that. So in the context of, for someone listening to this, in the context of the project, is there any way that you would be able to relate this to like someone who maybe is stuck in human traffic? If they heard mm -hmm. the song, like, what would you want them to think? What would you want them to feel? For those who are suffering from sex trafficking? Yeah, sex trafficking, abuse. Because I mean, I mean, and honestly, this extends to a lot of people because I mean, we all struggle. Yeah. And um, like, I have no idea what that must be like for all of you. That sounds horrible. And, and I don't think anybody deserves to go through any that that kind of suffering ever. And um, it makes me really sad that a lot of people are going through that right now. And I guess for them, I know in situations like those, you probably and um, I mean, I've gone through things to an extent, nothing like that. But there have been times when I've felt trapped and I felt like like I couldn't escape from something that felt very hard and scary. And um, and those are times when I feel like I'm worth nothing. And that, I don't know, you just, you feel so down about yourself. And um, like, I don't want to assume, but I have heard that in, in situations like these, people oftentimes feel ashamed about their, about themselves and they feel like they don't really amount to anything. And I just want to let you all know who have gone through this, that, that you are way more than whatever you are going through right now. And that your divine nature, I guess, the person that God has made you to be really is um, like your worth. And, um, and he wants you to be the very best version of yourself. And that this is not the end of your story. Well said. Um, something that came to my mind when you said that was, you know, for those who are stuck in situations of abuse and exploitation, trafficking, it very likely feels like an impossible situation. And that makes me think of that weird, you know, reach for the impossible. So if I could add to that, you know, reach for the impossible and know that it may seem impossible, but there are people out there who care. They want to help you get to that full potential, you know, happiness, a happy life, a safe life is possible. And we do want to help you all. That's why we're 
doing all of this is for you guys. We don't want you to suffer this way and we want to put an end to this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think that kind of, that goes into a little bit of the, we'll talk about this in a second, the training that that's something that I want all of the artists, all of the people who listen, view this to do is take this free training that operation underground railroad offers. It allows you to help you recognize the signs of human trafficking and also know what to do. Should you encounter them? But we're trying to help you. That's the message I would say. Unless you had any other thoughts about that, let's jump over to the greatest Obviously, this was kind of like a spur of the moment song. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk really quickly about like the creative process and like the recording process. Because honestly, this was one of the funnest songs that I've ever recorded. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, that was so fun. Like I met a few of your friends for the first time and we hung out. We didn't even plan to write a song or to record or anything like that. We just went to this... <laughs> What chicken waffle place? <laughs> chicken and waffle place. And then I forgot and about that. <laughs> <laughs> we just hung out. <laughs> it was fun. And then we went over to your studio and we we're like, okay, you wanna create something? And we all just looked at each other. <laughs> and I was like, Well, there's this part <laughs> in um the movie Great Gatsby which I just recently watched. There's a scene where Daisy's talking to her cousin about um, her life and kind of the hard reality of everything going on, despite the glamours and everything like that. And she talks about how she hopes that her daughter is going to be a beautiful fool. Like she's probably not going to even be aware of what's going on for her. And um, the music in that scene is incredible. And I thought it would be cool to do kind of a rap <laughs> over that music. <laughs> and so I suggested that and everyone was okay. And everyone just freestyled and um, did an incredible job. I wrote, I wrote my, my little sections but everyone else just went with it and it was awesome <laughs> oh yeah anthony he's he's like freestyling i don't think he ever writes anything he just freestyles everything he would no. so yeah he just speaks it from his heart and his mind it's amazing yeah yep it sure is that was a great sample though i mean that was like the base of the beat and i think it was a really really good choice Eventually had to, uh, to take it out because it got copyright struck, but um, I replaced it with my like customly recorded version of it. So, <laughs> like the same I love it. It's so awesome. Yeah. Does that turn out pretty good? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You, that wasn't even in it when we originally were together recording. That was like way after, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just recently put that that in like a week before it got released. <laughs> I love it. It's like the big bridge that just glues it all together. I love it. Yeah. No, now that you mentioned that, um, that scene, I mean, dang, like, wow, that really applies. Yeah, um, I know. I didn't realize until I said it. And, um, it's kind of sad. This is like a dark topic and I don't want to like take it too lightly, you know, but like mm -hmm. trafficking has been so, um, it's been taken so lightly in our culture and people yeah. don't realize what's going on. Like it's hard to believe. I had no idea. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's the dark, sad reality. Um, I was talking to my friend, Andrew, uh, a previous podcast about this, that a lot of trafficking, it happens between people that you have known previously, family members. And it's, it's just, it's sick. You know? mm. I feel like a lot Terrible. of it, it gets, it gets glamorized. In a, in a sick twisted way like things as, as bad as pornography and also just like pop culture in general like 
making sex like bad situations involving sex seem glamorous, like drinking and sex and all, like stuff like that. Yeah. Scoring. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. Making it seem like it's this game or something, which mm-hmm. that mentality is what leads to trafficking and abuse. And yeah. uh, so that, that really does relate to that scene. If I'm, if I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's this glamorized prison. Yeah. For those who, of you who haven't watched The Great Gatsby, um, it's basically like this guy who comes into this roaring 20s world and there's this mysterious guy who throws all these parties and is super rich and nobody knows how, but um, he's trying to impress this girl who he is really in love with, but she's already married to this abusive guy who's really, really bad. And so um, just to go off with what I was talking about before, where it's like on the outside, it's like all this, yeah, glamour and parties and fashion and music and all this stuff when really it's just broken situations broken people just it's it's a mess so yeah thanks for uh, explaining that a little bit yeah that really does relate to the topic at hand and i I think that's one reason why it's so important to to be aware of of things like this going on because i mean people on the outside it can look pretty pretty normal but then you know you do a little investigating and it's not all sunshine and roses as it looks like on the surface yeah yeah, I guess uh, let's go ahead and um, talk about the Operation Underground Railroad. We want to talk a little, do a little brief intro to those of you who don't know what this is. This is an organization that um, they do rescue and rehabilitation services for those trapped in trafficking. And they currently support Operation Aftercare efforts in 22 countries and 34 U.S. states. In 2019, 2020 was weird, so we'll skip that, but 2019... They reported 3,180 victims rescued, aftercare provided for over 5,000 survivors, uh, 1,740 traffickers arrested, and 840 rescue operations in 2019. They recently reported their 4,000th survivor rescued. And uh, so they're doing great things, awesome things. They, they do training for police and uh, stuff in the States, and they do actual like rescue operations across. So you can learn more about them on the website. They have a, docu- a full documentary about them you can even watch if you want. So that's the organization we're supporting. Do you have any thoughts about that? I know you, you're familiar with this organization, right? Yeah, I guess what I've mentioned before, where um, we talked about how like it's it could be anyone that we know, friends, family members, and we just don't realize it. Or the sad truth, like you mentioned, where it's almost too casualized now. So I'm really, really glad that they're doing this program and they're taking this seriously. And and like Simon has said, we just want to create more awareness to everyone about it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, I guess that's pretty much it. I don't know if, if you had any final thoughts or anything, but we want to just invite all the listeners here to go to ourrescue.org slash training. Take this training. It takes about an hour and uh, it'll help you to be more, you know, it'll empower you to help those around you. That's what this is about. We'll have the fundraising page up pretty soon. And you can go and donate to that uh, as well. If you have the funds, um, this is for a great cause, but yeah, do you have any, any final thoughts? Also, this album is going to be sick. So we're so excited for you guys to hear it and to be a part of this festival, too. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it is. That's right. (laughs) You guys got to listen to it. Thanksgiving Day is when it comes out. The Greatest is out. It's our first single of the album. Go listen to that. 
share this podcast, share the songs, share the album when it comes out. And remember to share the message. You know, this is about helping people know what trafficking looks like and empower them to help fight against it, fund operations, rescue operations, all this good stuff. Um, we can make a difference together. So let's do this. Yes. Awesome. Well, I guess that's about it. We'll catch you guys later.